to you with a scripture for this morning, morning Psalms 24, and I want to read 7 through 10, amen? All right. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads. I said, lift up your heads. O oh, gates, and be lifted up, O oh, ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory, Selah. Lafia, Mother, Father, God, the God of Allah, the Magnificent One, the Most Gracious One, Holy and Righteous is your name. And we give you thanks and praise just for waking us up this morning, giving us the breath of life, letting the blood flow through freely through our bodies and keeping our hearts beating steady and strong. We do not take that for granted. I say thank you for letting us be able to come and worship for you on this Christmas Eve. And we're going to worship you. Ashe. I say peace and love and blessings to the beloved community church of Atlanta, to our members, to our ministry, and to our ministers and deacons. Peace and blessings to those who may be on their way. Peace and blessings to those who may have wanted to come, but for whatever circumstances they're not even able to come, let's cover them all with the blood of sweet black Jesus. And this is my prayer that I humbly submit in the mighty majestic name of sweet black Jesus, for he is your Lord, Savior. He is the healer. He is the come friend. On, come on, come and he walks with us. Thank you, Lord. And for his sake, we say amen. 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 And amen. Ashe, 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 ashe. Oh, my, Le bumbe, 
When I say that just means peace be upon you for those who don't wonder why I'm babbling on Swahili for peace be upon you. And I'm wishing peace at the beloved and peace on earth. Ashe. This portion of our worship service we call Bimbe. Bimbe is an invitation. It's an invitation to all of you, to God, and to our ancient ancestors. Ashe. See, we remember the ancestors so that everything we do, this life and in the next, will be blessed. Ashe. 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 I. This is the holy season. This is also our cultural season for Kwanzaa, and we will be celebrating Umoja on Tuesday. And I invite all of you and you to come 6 o'clock Tuesday, December 26th, as we celebrate Umoja. Ashe? Ashe. I say to you all, welcome to the beloved. I am Deacon Falani from the Beloved Community Church of Atlanta Incorporated, and from my heart, with open arms, welcome to the Beloved. Pay attention. Thank you. 
joyous times, some fun times, some scary times, some foolish times that we can laugh and say, we survived. Oh, silent night, holy night. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for your blessing, for being, for, for choosing, choosing to come down come from your godly self yes. and change into a human self yeah. to set yourself up to be murdered by the state 
for the purpose, for the purpose of taking on the punishment that all of us deserve. So that when we believe that that's what it does, then that's when our pardon comes. That's when our salvation comes. Because we can't go before the Lord unclean. And so what God set up was, I got a way out. I got a way for you so that you can come to me clean. Because I know you can't do it by yourself. I know. You tried. You just can't do it. And so I gave you a way. I gave you a safety valve. I gave you a, a, a path that you can, that you can circumvent you. your circumstance come and then on. come into the salvation and the goodness of heaven and be in my presence. Yes. And so we thank you, God. We thank you for Jesus. <laughs> we thank you right now in the precious name. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Our gospel reading today will be coming from Matthew, first chapter, starting at verse 18 and finishing at 25. Thank you all for standing, those who can. Amen. I'm going to read the red. I ask you to read the green, and we'll read the black together, okay? So we're going to read red, then green, red, and green, and then the last one will be black, and we'll read that together. Ashe? Ashe. Now, the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother, Mary, had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophets. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife. Altogether? but had no marital relations with her until she had bore a son and named him Jesus, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God for the word, for he was called Jesus, that wonderful child, that one who was born to save us from our sins. Oh, gracious God. Oh, Jesus we call upon you. We call upon that love in this season, Lord. We ask you, God, that you will be with us as we celebrate this time, Lord. Not the actual time that you were born, Lord, 
but we celebrate the fact that you were. We celebrate the fact that you came and why you came, that you made a way for us, Lord, and that your coming was not a surprise, but that it was already foretold. And so, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, and we ask you, Lord, now that you said that if we called on you, you would come. If we, if we came together two or more, that you would be in the midst. You said if we were in trouble, we could call you. If we were in problems, we could call you. You said, Lord, that when we had a need, we could call you, and we could call you through your son, Jesus, because Jesus understood what we've gone through because Jesus was here and lived the life and walked the walk. And so when we call you, you're not a stranger to what we're going through. When we call you, it's not like you don't understand. But when we call you, you know what we're going through. You know how we're feeling. You know how we're hurting. You know that we need you. And so you come. And so you come. And so, God, here we are calling on you. Here we are pleading with you. Here we are throwing our hands up saying that we have no other way to go but to you. We've tried everything. We've done all we can do. There's nothing more that we can think of. And so we throw our hands up and say, Lord, 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 what are you calling me for? Why am I going through this? Lord, where are you? And that's when you say, I am here. I am here. I am here. Yes, oh, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. 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 Ashe. 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 Amen. Got power. Got power. Got power. And now, as we always do, We'll go through our guiding ideals. The guiding ideals of the beloved community church. Yes. And they'll be led by our own beautiful, awesome, inspirational Mariah Slaughter. after me and I'll give you a brief definition of what that means to us. All right, truth. Truth. Truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It is the presence of honest and open communication among the mighty and the holy people of God. Justice. Justice. Justice is when the people that need the most help get the most help. Order. Order. Order is acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Harmony. Harmony. Harmony is maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as a part of the group. So that's different notes blended together to make one beautiful sound. Righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness is right thoughts, right actions, resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in relationship with divinity. Balance. Balance. Balance is living a robust life tempered by wisdom wherein curiosity and, and satisfaction are moderated and mediated, sorry, by moderation and circumspection. Yes. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Understanding that giving, 
planting and stirring results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people activity. Thank you guys for your participation on that one. We're going to move right along to the virtues of my eye, and we'll say these together on the count of three. One, two, three. Control of thoughts, control of actions, devotion to one's purpose, faith in your teacher's ability to teach truth, faith in myself to assimilate the truth, faith in myself to wield the truth, freedom from resentment under persecution, freedom from resentment under wrong, Ability to distinguish right from wrong. Ability to distinguish real from unreal. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of these, these principles and virtues we definitely need to carry into 2024. Right? Let's get prepared. All right. And now we're going to finish off with Nguzu Sabu with the help of Molly. As Brother Quay two times say, Grand Rising. Grand Rising. How y'all doing in the morning? Good. Love y'all and God bless y'all, African people. Now it is time for the Nguzo Saba Seven Principles. Um, I will say the Swahili word first. You will repeat it after me. We will move on to the English word. You will repeat it after me as well. And then we, we will, we will um, take our time and we will read these stanzas created by Dr. Milana Karanga. So let's give him a hand clap of praise for Dr. Milana Karanga. <laughs> On the count of three, we will begin the Nguza Saba. One, two, three. Umoja, Umoja, unity to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Kujichagulia, Kujichagulia, self-determination to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. My Lord, Ujima, Ujima, collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers' problems our problems and to solve them together. That means that the masses of black people ain't got no money, you ain't got no money. Ashe? Ujima, Ujima, cooperative economics to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Like that. Nia, Nia, purpose to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. High civilization. That's what I'm talking about. Kumba, Kumba, creativity to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. No matter what your job is, no matter what you do, you could be the janitor. If your job is to sweep, make it beautiful. Right. We are all making a contribution to African civilization, correct? All right. Imani, Imani, faith to believe with all our hearts in our creator, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. I need a hand clap of praise. I lift my hands 
Tulane University, so we want to pray for him this morning as well as we pray for each other. Why don't y'all draw near to, to the altar and let's reach out our hands. And lay hands on this boy. Lord, I love you, yeah. 
And as we kneel and as we bow, as we reach out and touch each other, I pray that we will be mindful of the family of Andre King and his passing, as well as the family of Sister Sheree Green, who was a member of our church who hasn't been here for a while, but who was involved with a, in a car accident with her family and succumbed to her injuries. You remember they used to sit right over there with both, he had locks and she had locks as well. They used to sit right there. I got a call that said that she had passed away. They had had an accident in North Carolina. And she lost her life. Their two children are still alive. And her husband is alive. So there is much for us to pray for. And isn't that how life is while we're praying for the success of our young soldier, we must mourn at the same time the loss of members of our church. But we thank you, God, for the life that you give us to live, and we thank you, oh God, that you are with us and you never leave us no matter where we go, no matter what we go through. You're there with us. So we thank you, O oh God, for this baby boy who stands before your altar on his way to the next phase of his life. And we pray for him that you would strengthen him, that you would encourage him, that you would give him vision to be able to see clearly. Oh God, I pray that you would protect him, keep your arms of protection around him while he's away from his family. I pray that you would make his mind clear, O oh God, that he might be able to see you in all things. Lord, we bless him from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet and everything in between. We ask you to have mercy on him, O oh God. Have mercy on his grandmother and his mother. Have mercy on the beloved family as we reach out to you right now, O oh God. As we cry out to you, O oh God, from the depths of our souls, we need you and we can't get along without you. In the loss, in the midst of the losses that we experience, we call on you. We call on you in the midnight hour. We call on you in the noonday. We call on you in the evening. We call on you in the morning. We can't get along without you, oh God. We need you to see about us, to take care of us. And we thank you for moving at our command. We thank you for moving at our request. We thank you, oh God, for being there for us when we can't move. We can't make meaning of our lives without you helping us to see what's before us. So we thank you, oh God, for clarifying our vision. We thank you, oh God, for being with us and for never forsaking us, for never leaving us. We pray that you would prepare the way for our son, Dominic, we pray that you would 
make the way clear for him to New Orleans, God. That you would place those in its midst that would protect him, that would keep him, that would be a blessing to him, oh God. We pray, oh God, that you would forgive us of our sins and our shortcomings. We pray that you would make ways for all of us. We pray that you would forgive us of our sins and that you would have mercy on us is our prayer. Please remember the King family, oh God. And remember the family of Sister Sheree Green and others who have lost during this season. We ask that you would forgive us and that you would bless us that you would lift us up above our challenges and allow us to see a brighter day. And we ask these in all blessings in the name of your son, Jesus. Sweet black Jesus, our Lord and Savior, our healer, our redeemer, the lover of our souls and our soon coming king. And it's for his sake that I pray, amen, amen, and amen. Go in peace and the peace of the Lord be with you. I worship and adore you. I want to tell you. Just want to tell you. Lord, I love you. Yeah. Lord, I love you more than anything. to the Lord. Yes. It's now time for our Sankofa moment with our dear brother Quay two times. Put your hands together and show us some love. Once again, blessings, brothers. Grand rising, grand awakening. Good day to you good people. Uh, have a word if you don't mind. Okay, then. We can do this together. Come on. Godly people forever. Come on. Scribe for the better. So we may outwit the devil. Come on. Play your cards right and make your next move your best move. Come on. Alright. Today's say Kofa moment. Person is Nate Turner. Nat Nat Turner. It was an African-American slave who led the only effective sustained on, slave rebellion in the U.S. history. Yes. Turner was also an educated minister who organized and led the four-day rebellion of enslaved and free black people in Southampton County, Virginia. Nate Turner believed he was called by God to deliver his people from slavery. Yes. It was this brutal, demeaning system of slavery that Nate Turner sought to overthrow. Yes. Turner convinced people to join his revolt by preaching. On August 21st, 1831, at 2 a.m., Turner and his followers started, 
started at his master's house and killed the entire family. He sought not only his own freedom, but to dismantle the entire system of slavery and to liberate African Americans from white training. Training. Tyranny. Thank you. Turner's Rebellion was one of the many events that increased tensions in the years leading up to the Civil War. Come on. In the wake of the rebellion, states passed laws making it illegal to teach African Americans how to read and to write. Thank Black God for Matt Turner. Yeah. I say, it's offering time. So please gather your gifts, gather what you have prepared to share, and make sure you bless it, and I'm going to bless it, and we're going to pray to God that it will be multiplied and become more than enough. I want you all to stand to your feet, if you will. And I want you to be led and guided by your usher who is there to give you directions to bring your gifts into the storehouse so that there will be meat in mine house. And prove me now that I won't open the windows of heaven to pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Yeah, yeah. Let me hear you say bless.
God, we thank you for the gifts and thank you for the givers. We pray that that which was given, that you would take it and multiply it and cause it to be more than enough so we would be able to share. I ask that in the name of sweet black Jesus for its sake, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. and amen. amen. Put your hands together and give God praise. And prepare to hear a message and song from the Beloved Community Orchestra and Chorale under the direction of Brother Leon Amos.
Jesus, hey, oh, what a wonderful child, sing it with me, Jesus, hey, yeah, said Jesus, so holy, so holy, meek in mind, new life, new hope, through all he brings, listen, to the angels sing glory, glory, glory to the newborn king. He was heralded by the angels, born in a lowly manger. The Virgin Mary was his mother and joseph was his earthly father three wise men came from afar they were guided by a shining star to see king jesus where he lay in a manger filled with hay. Oh, I'm talking about Jesus. Oh, Lord, yeah, Jesus. Oh, what a wonderful child. I'm talking about Jesus. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Oh, holy and mild new life, new life, new hope, hope for all he brings listen to the angels sing glory 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 to the new born king just one more time say Jesus oh yeah Jesus, oh Lord, it say, oh, what a wonderful child, talking about him, Jesus, yeah, yeah, Jesus, oh, holy, meek and mild, new life, new hope, oh, for all he brings, listen, to the angels sing glory, glory, glory to the newborn King. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord God, I thank you for this another preach opportunity. I pray that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It's in the name of sweet black Jesus that I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. (sighs) Let me make these announcements before I begin to preach. Habarigani, what's the news? Kumba, creativity. That's 
No, this is the one I want. Tuesday. That's the 12th, 12th month, the 26th day of the year 2023 at 6 p.m. We are going to be celebrating Kwanzaa, Habarigani, what's the good news? Umoja, unity. That's what we will be celebrating on Tuesday here at the church. We invite you to come out. The, the singer's going to be singing. The dancer's going to be dancing. The drummer's going to be drumming. And we're going to be celebrating Kwanzaa. And the final celebration of Kwanzaa Koumba creativity will be Sunday, the 31st. And we're going to do that during our worship hour. All right. So, yeah. From the gospel according to Luke chapter number one, beginning at verse 45, there is a word from the Lord. Beginning at verse 45, it reads, And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the, in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his descendants forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. I want to talk this morning from verse number 46, informed by verse number 46, which says, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. I want to talk about a soul that magnifies. A soul that magnifies. This morning, briefly, if I may say a word today. I love the Christmas season. I love this season. The lights do it for me, I think. I actually love the lights so much that I have Christmas lights shining in my home office throughout the year. It is something about the light that shines in me and through me. It's the way my soul responds to the illumination that allows me to access a little bit of joy every day. 
I love the elucidating quality, the gleam and the glow that emanates from the lights, especially at Christmas. The lights are helpful as I engage what can sometimes be a difficult life. Though I must admit God has been quite gracious and faithful in caring for me, my life sometimes feels difficult, replete with deadlines and commitments, bills and other financial demands, health concerns for myself and others, lingering worries, unfounded fears, deep anxieties and trepidation and apprehension. And so the lights give me hope that change is coming, that new opportunities are just around the corner because the God that I serve has a history of taking care of those who have a soul that magnifies. Listen at me when I say to you that a soul that magnifies will position you to be able to rejoice in the Lord even when you're going through those requisite things that struggling, oppressed, and poor people must encounter every day of our lives. A soul that magnifies is always open to observe with elevated eyesight the kind of viewpoint or perspective that sees through the fog and the rain in the present dilemma to the promise of a brighter day ahead. A soul that magnifies within a body that is prone to praise at a moment's notice, realizing any time is a good time to lift up the name that's above every name. You ought to be able to open your mouth and tell somebody, I have a soul that magnifies. I sometimes wonder why this life must be so complicated. I believe that life presents us with challenges that make us recall through a reflective look back into the past history of our lives and through the collective historical memory of our people. For in the story of Mary, we find a young sister who is singled out for significance in a world that is filled with complications. It appears that God prefers people who are grounded in their history, people who take seriously their family background and who know who they are and who they belong to. God works with, through, and on certain kinds of people in order to get the work of divinity accomplished. Mary is a chosen woman, born into a chosen people. The people of Israel are the people around whom the biblical text is constructed. The story of God is played out among this group of people who wear their imperfections like a cheap coat from the Salvation Army. The things they experienced as a people had not dissuaded them, however, from believing in their own chosenness. The truth of the business is that the more hell they encountered, the more they held on to the Lord. They were enslaved by the Egyptians, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, enslaved by the Persians and the Greeks and the Romans over a 2,000 year period and they still held on to the belief that God had chosen them. You would think that they would have given up on God given the difficulty that they experienced, but no, no, they kept on believing that God was going to do something special in their lives because they believed to the depths of their soul that they were the people whom God God had chosen. You need to listen at me when I tell you that being chosen can simultaneously be a blessing and a curse. Andrew Canal has written in a book called Understanding the Human Jesus 
that as the chosen people, the Jews experienced themselves as in a special relationship with God who would work through them to affect the salvation of the world. To be thus chosen would give people a sense of purpose and belonging, but chosenness usually has its cost. Chosen people are often resented and hated by those who feel excluded and unchosen. And so here is Mary, a chosen sister who was chosen out from among a chosen people. And I am convinced today that the reason for her chosenness is tied up in the fact that she was a believer. Verse 45 says, and blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Mary was a believer. And believers are chosen by God to make a difference in a world that is overrun by cynicism, skepticism, faithlessness, and unbelief. Mary's capacity to believe catapulted her into the state of being categorized and classified as a lowly, unwed teenage baby mama to Mary, the mother of God. Because she believed, the text says she was blessed. Because she believed, the text says she was blessed. Because she believed, the text says she was blessed. The text also suggests that God would work through her to accomplish great things through her because she was a believer. Tell somebody, I'm a believer. African theologian Mercy Emma Oduye has written a text entitled Daughters of Onoa. African women and patriarchy in which she shines some much needed light on the plight of African women as they struggle to have their, their chosenness respected in a system that devalues their existence. In the text she shares a creation myth that is prevalent in southern Nigeria. The one who creates is a woman called either Woyinji or Tamaraw, the great mother. It reads, in the beginning, Woyinji seated herself on a stool with her feet firmly planted on the creation stone and a table before her. She began to mold human beings out of the earth. As each person was completed, each was embraced by and each became a, live, a living being as the great mother breathed into each. Then Woyinji posed a question, which do you want to be, male or female? So what each person chose is what he or she became. Each was given a destiny. This myth is powerful because it can help us to understand the essential power found in a woman's ability to create a destiny for her people. In the myth, the great mother molds and makes and loves and shapes each human being and gives each person a choice to be who they want to be. And oh, how I wish I was preacher enough to help you see that Mary emerges in our consciousness as a great mother because she was able to believe. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. God can perform miracles in, with, and through a soul that magnifies. Shout a soul that magnifies. And Mary says, my soul doth magnify the Lord. To magnify means in this context to praise. 
She says, my soul praises the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Why? Because God has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Or on, in the King James it says, he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. She has a soul that magnifies. Mary proclaims that God has mercy on those that fear him from generation to generation. She shows a historical awareness of God's mercy that has rested on our mothers and fathers, grandmothers and great-grandparents, and even those who came before them. She borrows her words from the history of her people. Those powerful words of praise and magnification are found in the Psalms, in Exodus, and in the prophecy of Isaiah. It reads, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. A soul that magnifies will lift you up out of your depression even if your situation seems hopeless. A soul that magnifies will help you to see the Christ in your crisis and will allow you to elevate above your circumstances so that you can locate the power of the God-given creativity and the problem-solving skills that already exist within you. A soul that magnifies will make you bless the Lord even in the midst of heartbreak, disappointment, failure, and despair. A soul that magnifies not only lifts the name of Jesus, but a soul that magnifies lifts the spirits of others around you and about you so that God's name is exalted and an atmosphere of praise is created wherever you go. A soul that magnifies is rooted in revelation, founded on faith, grounded in grace, mediated by mercy, located in love, and proven in praise. Is there anybody here who has a soul that wants to magnify the Lord? Anybody here able to stand to your feet and wave your hands and say, I serve a God who is able to receive my magnification? Is there anybody here who believes that God can birth new 
possibilities in the midst of your problems. Do you believe that God can raise up a new destiny for you in this Advent season? Is there anybody here who's happy today that you serve a God who can receive your magnification? God is able, yeah. God is able, yeah, to receive when we magnify him, when we glorify him, when we lift him up for all to see. Somebody here know God has been good, yeah. God has been good, and God is worthy of our magnification, our exaltation, our lifting him up for all to see. You don't know, you don't know, yeah, how good God's been to me. He lifted me up when I was down, yeah. He healed me when I was broken. He broke my mind back when I was insane. I love him. I love him. Oh, I love him. Oh, I love him. I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan. Long as I live, yeah, while trouble rise, I'll hasten to his throne. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell because God is with me. God is with me. God is with us. God is with us. Ain't the Lord good? Ain't the Lord able? Won't the Lord fix it? Ain't he good? Shout yes. Shout yeah. Say yeah. Shout yeah. He's able, yeah. I know the Lord is able, yeah. I know the Lord. to work it out. He's able. Show enough able. Show enough able. Won't it fix it? Ain't he able? Yeah. Won't he fix it, y'all? When you're in trouble, uh, yeah. Won't he come to your rescue? Ain't God able? Say yeah, shout yeah, yeah. Say yeah, 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 
open Yeah, 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 yeah. To cry. 
come, yeah, yeah. You ought to come right now, yeah. Wherever you are. If you labor and you're heavy laden, you ought to come. Take the rest of the Lord. Won't he give you rest? Won't he give you rest? invitation was given yet there is room none have accepted but yet there is room <sighs> I don't know about you but I feel better come on, come on. my soul magnifies the Lord Yay! my soul magnifies God I need to announce with you to you that funeral services for Andre King will be Friday, December the 29th, 2003 at William Galeano Murray and Son Funeral Home right on Magnania. Uh, the time is going to be announced. We'll put it out on the Facebook or whatever. Uh, but I'm imagining it's going to be around 11. Ten toes. Front line. Come on. <laughs> going to be going to be with the Lord. The good guy. And he brought joy to people uh, in this congregation. He was a, a good brother. Andre King. That uh, concludes our worship experience for today. Let us make a circle. We're going to need y'all to come down and make the circle today. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It is our duty. It's our duty to win. We gotta love and support each other. We got nothing to lose. We got nothing to lose. It's our duty to fight.
God, we thank you for this day, for the worship experience that we've had. We thank you for each other, for the hand that we're holding on our left and on our right. We ask that you would bless those persons on our left and on our right and give us what we need to be able to make it and survive in these last and evil days. We ask your blessings on the family of Gwen King, the family of Andre. Uh, we bless the family of, of Marguerite Jones and her sister. We bless her sister. Lord, we bless the Green family. <sighs> All of those who are experiencing loss and who are recovering from sickness we bless and we ask every blessing in the name of your son and our savior sweet black Jesus our lord and savior our redeemer our healer our liberator and our soon coming king and it's for his sake that we pray amen 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 Ashe 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 now reach your hand up in the sky and pull down a handful of power and bring it into your body and shout, Harambe, Harambe, Harambe. That means let's all pull together. And if we pull together, we'll be able to make it. Go in peace and the peace of the Lord be with you. Nothing to lose,
Be. 